either way, you're gonna get us all killed! Look at the size of that thing! I can't. It's too big. Sorry, sweetheart. I haven't got time for anything else. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Just The Tip Podcast. If this is your first time then thanks for joining and if you're a returning listener welcome back. I'll be loving the consistency of the regular episodes because I definitely am. Um, I'm your host Georgia and as always you can catch me at just underscore Georgia on Twitter and Instagram and you can also check out the pod at Just The Tip Pod. Nope. Wait, at just the tip pod on Twitter and Instagram. And if anyone wants to send me some emails, um, you can send that to askthetip at gmail.com. That's askthetip at gmail.com. I don't think there's anything else I need to do introduction wise. We're here, we're back. It's a new week, it's a new episode. And we're back with my babe. Also, thank you everyone that was like, oh my God, we love the addition of SJ. Same, SJ's back this week. Introduce yourself, babe, for anyone new. Yeah, hey everybody. You should know my voice by now. In it? Like, like, I do feel like should. I have quite a distinctive yeah, voice. And I never used to like my voice, but I'm starting really? to. Oh Actually, my God. yeah, I'm the same. I literally, I never used to think my voice was feminine. Same. Yeah, like I think it's like, not. it's not raspy, but it's not, it's somewhere in, I feel like sometimes like, I sound yeah. congested. So. <laughs> oh my God, it's, I, Actually, we are the same fucking person. Like at times I'm like, why do you sound like that? But I think it's just because I don't have what I like to call like a PR voice. Right. A very, hey babe, yeah, you're right. No, yeah, I'm not, no. I'm not the octa- octave. My octave that, is like quite yeah. low generally. That doesn't live here. But yeah, hey, I'm SJ. Uh, you can find me on, wow. What have I changed it to now? Shots with SJ, is yeah. that where we're sitting at? Okay, yeah, Shots with SJ on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, that's how you can find me. Um, I'm gonna leave it at that, man. Yeah. Um. Did I see this morning that a follower sent you money? Oh, you absolutely did. Can you teach me? Because I just wake up to bills coming out. <laughs> I don't wake up to money going in. Do you know how many people message me like on my private story, like teach me, sis? And I was like, I, I don't even know what to teach because this person literally followed me yesterday. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Get out. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> Nah. I don't, I, do you know what? I won't say I get money on a frequent, frequent basis, yeah. but I'd say like, yeah, once a month, someone will be like, I want to send you some cash. And I'm like, All right, cool. See, I used to get money on a frequent and then I don't know what happened. I don't know if people lost my bank details mm. or what it was. Because then that stopped and I was just like... I, I still have bills to pay. Listen, I after st- the shit week I had, I was like, yeah. I, I was about oh, to ask, how are you? Um, How's... Mental health on minus 10. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I keep it at 100. Minus Mental 10. health on minus 10. Not even one, minus 10, bruh. Mm. Like, this week has been an awful fucking week. I won't even sit here and chat shit. Like, it has been really, really bad. Yeah. Just on a number of scales. And then I'm hormonal, which just increases and intensifies everything by, like, 50,000%. Yeah. But we've regrouped this morning was a good morning minus pulling out my back like some granny <laughs> and we here i was excited to come here i knew this is going to lift my mood yeah let's see if i'm still saying that in about an hour i hope so honestly i i think i've been there with you where i i feel very like meh mm. and i cannot shift it and i don't know if it's because the clocks did what they did like they went back if it's darker so much more, mm-hmm. like I wake up and it's dark, 
I'm in the office two days a week and it hits like half four and it's pitch black and I'm like, okay. Or even if I'm at home and it's like five o'clock and it's dark and I'm like, okay, so do I go to bed? Because I remember you put it on your story this week. I was literally no, busting because, up. Because <laughs> how do you not just go to bed? Because literally I'm just like, well, that's it then. Day's done. But literally. Day's done. That's, that's it. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so I've, like I've been, I've been very in myself this week, like very reflective maybe i've been asking myself a whole heap of questions which we're gonna get into later of course we are um girl <laughs> girl but it is well it, it is, is always well, well. It, it is, is always well. well it has to be well also i think like q4 so anyone that works in my industry which is like uh advertising influence marketing blah blah, blah. q4 is always hell and I knew that it was going to be hell, but I don't think it's I... It's Q4 fourth quarter? Yeah. Bit Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Q4. Say yeah. Yes. It's always hell and it's always so busy and everyone, like brands and stuff, no shade if you're a brand, kind of loses their mind and shit. And I'm just like, bro, please, like, let's, let's relax. To give you an example... So today is a Saturday, so yesterday on Friday, I had one particular PR email me three times in the space of maybe like 20 minutes, just continu continuously asking me different questions. And I was just like, if you stop and think about what you want to ask me, you'll put it all in one, one email. email. Thank you very much. But, you know, this is not a work podcast. This is a sex podcast. Thank God it's not, boy. Oh my God. <laughs> Anything to do with work, I just want to even erase from my mind I right cannot. now. Right now, I definitely cannot. Um, so, as the new episodes have been going, um, we often do truth or drink. And I've only got two for you today because that's where my head's at. That's fine, babe. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. Fine. Um, how do you like to orgasm? So, when I say that, what do you like being done to you or doing to yourself to get you there? Um, how do I like to orgasm? Mm -hmm. Penetration's probably my preferred version. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a, I'm a penetration. I can orgasm from both, but penetration's mm. definitely preferred. I, I do like dirty talk in it, a shit talk. Yeah. Like, that's my bag. That definitely will. And I, I also am a dirty talker, so like, if I see that my dirty talk is having a certain effect. A positive impact. Yeah, yeah. and and I know he's gonna bust and that's it, my nut is coming, A hey, motherfucking sap. Same. same, I am the exact same. Yeah. Nice. That's and also like, fun. I saw, I actually saw a thing on Instagram this week and it was like, tell me how pretty I am whilst I'm taking this dick. And I was just like, <gasps> oh I mean, cause when you're a pretty babe, obviously missionary is a natural go-to. Hello, hi. <laughs> oh, wow. And I was just like, when I read it, I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, tell me that. That's so sexy to me. Cause you're complimenting me, but also calling me a whore at the same time. Yeah. Right? It's literally mm. the best of both worlds. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah. So funnily enough, I actually saw, uh, TikTok yet that said instead of asking whose dick or like, like whose pussy is this just being like I know and I was like oh damn yeah yeah I feel like asking me like the thing is asking me with the right per like the right person asking me obviously you're always going to get that response right but I feel like knowing it's yours yeah like I feel like yeah like 
if like if I was getting some some good dick and I'm I'm very 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 vocal and I'm clearly letting you know how amazing this is yeah. just by my sounds and you literally just looked at me and said I know I'd be like yeah or like bro tell me how good daddy feels like Sutton along them I can't lie I'm not a daddy girl you're I know you're not though you've mm, told me this before yeah, no. but that's my I I think I think that kind of started maybe I want to say like my first casual sex partner because he yeah. was actually a father so there's that cusp and then obviously I've I've dealt with Americans in it Americans oh, that's their bag true. in it okay actually so I've I've tried it once but this this guy was very like into like American culture yeah <laughs> <laughs> why does this that not sound sounds like so it's shady to... that sounds really really shady but like he was like an American footballer um played for GB like yeah whatever so like that was was very much his his thing mm. and he was often like call me daddy and I was just like this is fucking weird yeah, to me it's, to me it, like it can't be forced does that make sense yeah. it, it has to be a natural thing yeah. like some guys you can say it with and other guys you can't yeah. like it's just you'll know if it's that yeah. time I don't know how to explain it yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I do but like that I hear it though um yeah like I'm just like just call me a bitch and call me a whore <laughs> call me a slut <laughs> Oh, laughing hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my second truth or drink, although these just feel like icebreakers, but that's fine. Guys, just go with it. Um, Share one of your most unsatisfying sexual experiences. Oh my gosh. Unsatisfying. Yeah. I mean, I'm generally unsatisfied if I don't come. Hear that. To be really honest with you. Hear that. Do you feel a way to like roll over and either get like a toy out or like like masturbate uh i've masturbated yeah like afterwards yeah Yeah. i'll masturbate because for me that a lot of people can say like a lot of people will have great sex and they don't necessarily need to orgasm for me i need to orgasm for it to be great sex like getting to that build up and then not having that release is just kind of a bit like just want to tap my fingers and be like okay Mm. yeah so yeah like if i if need be but in saying that majority of the men that I've slept with they they men if you if you're about your business you know if a woman's but come or not like so even if I haven't nighted from penetration then he'll go down on me after and then finish and then we're good yeah like there's nothing worse than feeling unfinished yeah like especially as a woman because you you know I mean if if you have experienced an orgasm you know what that ending feels like yeah um, and it isn't that you always have to do that because like, I think there can be times where it's it's quite enjoyable to kind of like push each other to the point of not orgasm yeah. or orgasming. Yeah. But if you genuinely know that for me to feel complete from this experience, I have to orgasm. It is honestly the worst feeling to kind of have that build up and then nothing. But that's my point. Like I don't, like that build up is so intense usually as well. So it's yeah. like, where's the release? Yeah, yeah. Then... Do you know what I mean? Like what? Yeah. Uh, I get all yeah. aggy like. Oh or even God. like if I'm if a guy's going down on me and like I feel like I'm gonna come. I pref- again I prefer penetration, so I'm more yeah. likely to be like, stop. I want you inside me, so I can finish that God, way. We're the same person. Like, honestly, yeah. Yeah, I love like, that. I I turn into like God. I have no shame. I turn into a beggar. Oh like, my god! Yeah, like, no, no, no shame. As, no shame. I turn into 100. a beggar. Like 
if but men, I'm, men love that. Let's, yeah, men love honestly, when you beg for that dick. Let's that not. Especially like, if that's your nigger. That, if, yes. if they are like eating me out like amazingly and it, it feels so good. And then mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, oh my God, I need the dick. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like please, please, please. I'm like, please just put it in. Just, just, just put it in. Yeah. Give me the dick, please. Please. please literally, you have to look eye contact as well. And literally just, just like, please. Give yeah. me the dick. Yeah. yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. I turn real beggy, and I'm just like, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that, though. Look, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's that like ego straight for them as well, because they're like, right, I'm just doing this with my mouth and shit. You've got the wood yet? Come bring Trust it in. Bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are amazing, and I hear it because if I've had it like the other way around, and they're like, oh, baby, please, let me just put it, and I'm just like. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. That's <laughs> it. I did it. Like, yeah, I did that. I'm I the same. got you to I'm that point. Of being yeah, like, I'm exactly yeah, the same. You want so. this pussy? <laughs> you want this puss? Oh, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you're on a good journey, though, right? I am. I'm loving it here. It's, I never thought I would even say. Yeah. Um, for those people listening, I am currently going for a period of abstinence. Have been abstaining from sex for a minute now. Um. And for someone that is a super sexual person, mm-hmm. very high sex drive, all of that jazzy jazz jazz, I never thought that I could get what I've gained from this experience so far. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to just, I'm going to keep going with it. Yeah. Until I'm not. <laughs> Good. But yeah, no, nah, it's cool. It's mad though, because like, even times when I have urges to masturbate, it's not like it used to be. I was about and to it, ask, like, are you masturbating? Yeah, occasionally. Like, not often, often. But even when I do it, it's more to do it opposed to I feel the need to. Like, my whole libido and shit has just changed. And I don't wow. know if it's because I'm not having any physical contact like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's not like... Yeah, it's not like it was before. But then with that, do you s- still feel quite sexual, like, like in yourself? Oh, yeah. That's, that's oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, it, it's even probably more intense than it was before. Sick. Yeah, like I'm, I oh, thousand percent. Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't, it hasn't gone. I don't think it's gone away. I think it's changed. Yeah, like what, how I view myself, my sexuality, what sex means to me now has completely changed mm. in the past year. I'd say. So I mean, I'm gonna keep you guys updated on this one. Yeah, man. Yeah, honestly, absolutely. Want to hear more yeah. on that? And I think it's it's good to just kind of be able to like explore how you feel sexually. Cause I think at times it's very easy to like link feeling sexual to sex yes. and not actually be able to feel like a sexual being by yourself. Yeah. And so I think that's why um, at times people could find it a bit difficult to masturbate because mm. it's, it's like, well, I don't feel sexy within myself. And like even um, maybe the first lockdown like that one was awful but I really wanted to make sure that I still felt sexy mm. within myself even though like I wasn't really going I mean wasn't going anywhere right and it was just a very like shit time so I would still like upkeep myself I would still actively masturbate and mm. make a thing out of it like I am very much like a I will play my favorite songs. I will dip the lights. I will like candles. I will like make love to myself. Romance like, yourself. Yeah. yeah like it's yourself. a big deal for me. But I, I definitely think that as women, it's important for us to be able to feel sexual, whether that is with another person or not. Yeah. I totally agree. 
totally agree. Like, I, I don't, st- this, I mean, TMI, but I don't stop waxing my kitty cat mm. just because I'm not fucking. Mm. Like, but that's just, again, like, I'm very big on, I just like to maintain myself as yeah. a woman. Like, I have a certain standard that I uphold for me. For you, yeah. Um, but I definitely think since turning 30, listen, people told me the 30 bag was lit, yeah. It's lit. But I have been feeling myself yeah. so much since I, I think turned 30. That's what it is. Like, you proper just feel yourself. It, but it came out of nowhere. Like, mm. I thought I was confident <clears> before <throat> and I was to a capacity, but now it's like it just oozes effortlessly. And mm. I'm just like, oh shit, then. And even my body, I'm just loving that. Like, my titties are rounded out of nowhere. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, did you notice? I, I have noticed. Bitch. And I was just like, Sis, where did this come from? This asks me because <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Like everything is just sitting different. It's feeling I, I, different. That was the word I was, I was going to use. Like Sis. they, they sit pretty. They be sitting different, honey. Like I love that for you. Yeah, I, I'm really. Yeah, this this space of just being fat. I'm not even thirty a year now, but listen, I'm ready for this next year, That's dope. decade. Yeah, man, I'm excited. That is dope. Yeah, I think I I feel the same. Like especially like in my body how I look like to the point where people that I meet that are relatively new are shocked when I tell them that I'm, I'm over 30 yeah they're but like how crack, like bitch. yeah like you don't because you don't you generally could easily be put in your 20s yeah and I think just because like I'm like I'm a very free person like I do whatever the hell I want to do that is gonna mm, put into my soul is that the right word yeah um yeah, and so I just think things like that can add like this this aura of like youth to you. Yes, but then also I think it's it's because we have a very odd um, idea of what a person in their thirties looks like. Should yeah, look like, I agree with you. What they should be doing. So I'm just like, well, why don't we just kind of break down those ideals that we have because they are highly unrealistic. Factual, and actual. even things of like, oh, like because. I was the exact same. Like when I was a lot younger, I thought, okay, by this age, I should have achieved this and I should have bought a house and I should be married and I should I should look like an older woman. And so I think when I look back at pictures now, I look older, but I think I was just pretending. <laughs> like being like, okay, this is what I think and uh, like a person that is like, 27, 28 should look like what yeah. they should be doing. And that's all just bullshit. It's a bunch of croc shit. Croc shit. Yeah, it's one of my favourite ones. Yeah. I do. I like it. It's like not is not enough. It's absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah. 100%, yeah. Absolutely not. But, um, yes, those were my truth or drinks for you. Love that. Did you have any for me? It's absolutely fine if if you do not. Keep it at 100, no. It's absolutely, I mean, I'm fine. I'm not answering any questions. I'm not trying to grunt. Joy is, I'm more focused on not grunting through the mic yeah, because, because, I'm trying to get com- because I'm trying to get comfortable <laughs> with my back. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so this episode, I really don't want it to be like deep and emotional, but Are I feel- Are you crying already? I'm not Big crying man, already, come on, but sis, I feel man. like- it might be just because that's just the headspace that I've been in. And what I don't want to do is come onto the pod and pretend. Oh no, like, we don't give we don't give fake yeah, shit around nah. here. So like I'm very big on being very like open and authentic with, mm-hmm. with everyone that listens. So personally I have found and I said this a bit earlier on that this week I have been 
asking myself a lot of questions, mm-hmm. but I purposely haven't like answered them fully because I thought, well, you know what? Why don't I come and do that on the pod? Which is very, very um, risky. It is very brave. I'm not going to say risky. I'm going to say brave. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought I would do that. And if you have any questions for yourself that you've been thinking about, <sighs> please jump in. Of course. And we can just kind of go through them. We will do this. Yeah. So the first question that I asked myself this week, because I've just been thinking about life. Life be life and Life be lifing. And the question that I I asked myself is what cycle do I want to stop with me? Ooh. Yeah. That is a very good question. Yeah. And, oh God. Like, a... A big one that I want to stop with me that I think is within my family and very big within like African Mm -hmm. culture is feeling that I need to have kids and be married just because. Right. Um, And I won't allow the pressure of people around me to dictate how I live my life. And I think that is a massive cycle that has been very big within my family especially like mm-hmm. if, if I talk to like aunts and uncles and they tell me the things that they wanted to do yeah. when they were younger that they weren't able to do because oh you know like your your like your grandparent were not really like allowed that and I'm just like like imagine not doing the things that you want to do because of other people god forbid like it's it's just life's too short it's so foreign. And your life is your own as well. Literally that. Your and life so is your own. I think at times if I if I clash with like my older cousins that don't live here in the UK, I think it is genuinely because they don't understand how I can be so free and be like, well, I don't want to do that. Right. And not almost like um want the things that we've been told that that's what we are meant to do mm-hmm. so i love that yeah. that's a really really amazing question i will i'll answer it myself actually because that is a fabulous question yeah. i would say what i want to stop with me probably my superwoman com- superwoman complex mm. that i get from my mum. yeah um which has served and, and aided me in a lot of ways, but has also been to my own detriment. Mm. Um, and especially now at 30, like I see how it shows up in my relationships and my friendships and my workspace and yeah. stuff like that. And um, I kind of, I think I'd wrote a piece on this as well, just saying like, I'm, I don't want to be strong anymore. I want to be soft. Like mm. I want to be cared for I want to be supported I want to feel like I can have all of those things and that I'm deserving of them um and when I bring children into this world especially if I have a daughter like I never want her to carry that yeah and again it's through circumstance that my mom was a single parent I watched her work and provide for us and then I similarly mimicked that exact same thing right um but I do have people around me that do love me and it's only now at this age that I'm really trying to let my walls down and allow people in and able to aid me when I'm in times of need mm. and that's something that's extremely extremely difficult for me like I could literally be on the phone with a friend like phone on the, I can be on the phone with a friend 
and they could be venting and I could have had the shittest day but like I won't even peep my voice because I'm like no like yeah. they need me right but it's like as the friend that's always the go-to mm-hmm. how do you even begin to give to other people if you don't give to yourself if yeah. you're not true to yourself if you don't like you're not as human beings we're not meant to go through this world alone no, like we're not meant yeah. to go through carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders that like that's not healthy that's not right um so that's definitely something that i, I, I want to make sure that my kids don't have um yeah i never want them to feel like it's just them and they've just got to handle it and that's just because yeah. that's just how it is because life and circumstances made it that way yeah yeah so that I, would be my thing i need to work on that um massively but i'm the same as you i think the not like fucked up thing but the unfortunate thing is like i mimicked that off of my mum even though my dad was around because she just did everything Mm. and that isn't to say that he didn't do but it was more evident or yeah what she did um and like i will always think of think back to the time where like our washing machine broke and I was upstairs doing something and and I've come back downstairs and my mum is in the kitchen plumbing in a new washing machine and I was like what are you doing she's like we needed a new washing machine and I was like what and she's like I got rid of the old one went to the shop (laughs) bought a new washing machine brought it home put it in the house and I'm plumbing it in and I was just like, who, who, like, honestly, I was so in awe because I was just like, rah, like, my mum will just do. Mm. Like, if it has to be done, she's just it. doing it yep. and she won't complain about it. And even when when people are going through it, my mum would rather help them than be like, oh, you know what? I'm kind of going through it too, As well, actually. Yeah. And so I've, I've definitely um, taken that from her and I think in some areas like work that's that's great because I'm able to do a lot and with like my friendships it has allowed me to be a very like on-hand friend like I can always tell when like like my friends need a friend Mm -hmm. however I don't allow them to be a friend for me because I'm just like it's fine I'll be fine but a lot of our strengths are also our biggest weaknesses yeah I agree so Uh, yeah and I think even in like, like so being a super having a superwoman complex is like yeah you're independent like you, say, you don't rely on nobody you get your own and that's great because you can continue to push on through life in yeah. the face of adversity right because you're self sufficient you mm. know you can do for you but does that necessarily mean that's how it should be or that's how you want it to be absolutely not there because, we go then because I think <laughs> um, what it is which which also ties into like another question that I I asked myself is like I don't allow myself to unravel because mm. I'm just like I can't <laughs> like like in my head like I'm just like if I unravel just peek who's putting it back together yeah because <laughs> if that wasn't me this week boy you're in this bit of my life then isn't it <laughs> that was me this week I, I can't yeah. and like I remember um I went through an awful breakup and it sent me to therapy. I can, like, yeah, it, it it really did. And I remember going, like, into therapy and we just had, like, a very deep session and I started crying and I apologised and I was like, no, it's fine. And I literally stopped myself in that minute. And my therapist was like, 
why don't you just cry? And I was like, because I feel like if I allow myself to cry the way that I want to, I don't know if I'll stop. And that was the only way that I could like explain it. And I was like, obviously, physically, I will stop crying. But I was just like, I have so much to pour out yeah. that I I genuinely won't know when to be like, okay, Georgette. Do you know what? It's like Pandora's box. Once you open it, sometimes you yeah. can't put the lid back on. Yeah, yeah. And that's the scary part because you don't want to be consumed and overwhelmed by your emotions or life or just what you're feeling in general yeah. or, or any of the aspects within your life that aren't necessarily going well. Like we do, we have a tendency to hold so much yeah. in. But you have to understand that also manifests itself. Like it manifests itself in stress and sickness and stuff like, like don't underestimate that like by keeping your emotions in that it can literally eat away at you, especially if they're negative Mm. or like unproductive. Like, listen, that shit needs an outlet. It's true. Um, It's like a washing machine. Imagine there was no pipe and all you've got is dirty water going around and around and around and around. That's no different to your body. You're so right. That's like that's why I make it a point of like every two weeks I speak with my therapist and and I could have like a week where I'm like I'm not gonna have nothing to talk to him about but let's believe when that follow week comes around there's <laughs> shit to talk about <laughs> like no, for real and like even if you can't tap into therapy like being able to journal yeah like oh, yeah. I, I I journal like a lot e- either like physically in a book or like in a notes section on on my phone because then I I can just kind of get things out of my head on the go and be like okay I feel it's like and I lock it and I'm cool I'm done so yeah definitely things that that people should take on both men and women Um, but I think men or like the men in my life have definitely got better at, at opening up and being like yo I'm feeling this way because of X, Y, Z. I love that. Honestly, I'm just like, there's, I'm there's so nothing glad more that you're able to. That, or there's, some, there's nothing more, for me, for a partner, there's nothing more sexy than a man feeling that he can be vulnerable with me. Yeah. Like, that shit will make me fall in yeah. love. And then even just my male friends, the yeah. fact that you feel comfortable enough, that you trust me enough to be able to express and show those emotions. Yeah. is Like, I hold that in such high regard. Same. Like, Same. that means a great, great deal to me. Um, especially in a world like you said where men are, are already told that it's not okay to be emotional and I think our generation obviously is changing that through you know vulnerability mental health Definitely. understanding the importance of it wasn't it actually men's mental health day or what What was it recently oh my god it was like this week or last week or suicide prevention or um, something to do I think suicide prevention it could have been in the stats yeah. up about how many like the, the percentage of men that commit suicide and I was just reading it and I was just like Jesus mm. Like, it really hurt me because I just felt like if there was someone in my circle that felt like they didn't have anybody to talk to yeah, and it got real. that bad that they felt like they needed to take their own life, like, yeah, that yeah. shit is, yeah. Definitely. And and I, and I do think it's massively important in a partner to have, like, a person that is able to say, I feel this way. Even if they they aren't able to like go into detail with you mm-hmm. because I don't think that we should ever feel that or oh, because I'm in a relationship with you, I have the right to know like your deepest, darkest right. feelings because like not everyone is always there yet. But if if they can at least acknowledge that they feel X kind of way mm. and can say, babe, 
right now, I feel this. Yeah. I can't go into it yet, but I feel this. I'm just like, that's fine. Yeah. I'll help where I can. And if 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 helping is me not doing anything, that's also fine. That's also fine. Absolutely. Tell me what you need from me and like, Legit. don't presume what someone don't yeah. like that's like you said, someone like could say something it's like, Oh my god, yeah, let me come to your aid. It's like maybe that's not what they no. wanted. What I need is for you to not do that. Yeah. Yeah. Read the room, guys. Read the motherfucking room. <laughs> okay. This next question that I, I asked myself is a deep one, but how deep is deep on a scale of one to ten? Ten being wow. <laughs> I said she I didn't even finish the word ten and she eleven, said eleven. Okay, this question to myself is why have you written off marriage? Raw. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, fuck. Am I getting upset? Damn it. That's all right. I want to get up and hug you, but I'll just fuck up the base of the mic. <laughs> oh, Georgette. I'm extending a hand with my brock up back as well. Look, just as far as I can go. <laughs> oh, man. Well, humor's a really bad coping mechanism. Of no, it's, it's great. Because, like, I know that I'm very open in being like, I don't want to get married. But I'm also um, like aware to know that the reason that I don't want to is because I have written it off. Like, I I think it's it's great when people can, oh fucking hell man. Let it out, we were just talking about I know, I know. allowing <laughs> the floodgates to open, oh. okay? Um, I think it's great when people can honestly like get married for them and it isn't about anyone else like it's not about um any family or being like or thinking that what I I have with this person is only going to be valid if we are married because I don't believe in that honestly don't um, and as much as I would like to say I've had a lot of positive examples of marriage, I don't think I have. Whew. Oh, gee. So in my head, I'm just like, no one's sold it to me enough. Like, no one. Like, whether that's like the older people in my life or the people that I know now or people that I know had been together for years and then got married and then broke up within two and I'm just like mm. you're not selling this to me like I don't know and so I think like often that's why I will probably joke and and be like okay well if I do get married I'm probably gonna like elope because there, there just feels like this massive pressure mm. to be like, okay, me and this person are coming before all of you to be like, this is what we're doing. And I'm just like, I would just rather be in my corner with, with my person if it did happen. And then I'm just like, oh guys, we got married. And I didn't want to make it a big deal because then it becomes about everyone else. And again, I think if I'm being like completely honest, like 
I'm the firstborn in a Nigerian household. So all I've been told was, when you get married, when you get married, when you get married, you do this. And da, 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 da. Like, no one's ever said, Georgia, do you actually want to get married? Do you know that there's an alternative? And I think because it's almost, oh, God. Like, I don't want it to, like, like come across deep, but, like, because I don't think I was presented with with all of the options I'm almost just like why would you only allow me to believe that my only option in life Mm. was to get married yeah it's weird because when you started speaking the first question I was going to ask is are your parents married they are and then I was going to go on to say what does them what is their marriage like or what did that look like to you growing up because our parents are our first port of call yeah when it comes to relationships, love. So, not, I mean, again, not to go too deep, but yeah. that definitely probably subconsciously has a, plays a part Absolutely. in why you feel the way that you feel. Absolutely. Um, like piggybacking off what you were just saying about your mom, like fish, fixing the washing machine and stuff like that. Like that being in a, in a marriage or a partnership doesn't necessarily mean that at times you're not alone. And I think when you see that in a household, especially when you add factors like tradition and religion into it, right? Like how many times have we heard of of families, like African and Caribbean, but more so African African families families, and there's a dad and he's got a whole family and a a whole family, not just a wife, like family and kids back home, right? And it's just, it's it's normalized, like it's the norm and that's just what it is. And it's, it's like, hold on, but when you look at the context of, context of marriage, look, we're not talking about open relationships, we're talking about marriage here and, and the sanctity and the union of marriage okay, and what that's yeah. supposed to yeah. represent. To me, that doesn't include family on the side yeah. or infidelity yeah. or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I think when we look at us in terms of the millenniums, I think, like you said, especially for me, I'm just a bit like a wedding for everybody else to come and eat off my dime. And I'm there stressed because I want to make sure everyone's having exactly. a good time. But it's this about me and my person. Yeah. I'm so on that vibe of you. Like I I would, if my if my person came to say, baby, let's elope, I'm down. Yeah, It's not because this isn't about everybody else yeah. and everyone else is going to have their two pence worth to say. But really and truly, like if you're getting married, it should be for you and your person. Yeah. Not for you, your person, their family and yours and yeah, your friends no, and like, your loved ones. Yeah. That, that's some bullshit. Yeah. And I think like, like also... I um I take marriage so seriously that I'm just like there there isn't anyone that I've I've met and been like if, if I was to marry you you would take it just as seriously serious yeah. as I would and maybe that's bad because I'm putting pressure on another person but because I'm not out here like I'm looking for someone to marry I don't really feel like it's it's an issue but I just know how serious I would take it but marriage is a serious commitment and I think that's the problem I think people are more concerned with having a wedding than actually a marriage marriage. and what is required to be in a marriage and what that looks like and like I said people get so caught up on planning this big day and a dress and a venue and people and la 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 and it's just like but when all that is over yeah it's you and this person actually going through this union together so you have to be aligned with that person 
Like, mm. I'm not saying you have to always be on the same page because I don't think you're going to ever meet somebody that you're going to be on the same page with when it comes to absolutely everything. Yeah. That would be ridiculous to think because us as human beings are completely different. Every one of us are individuals. But I think there's certain things that you kind of have to... Like, I want someone that loves as hard as I love. Yeah. I'm not willing to compromise that shit. Yeah. I want someone that's as affectionate as I as am. As you are, yeah. I'm not willing to compromise that shit because I know how important that is to me and I've been in relationships where I didn't have that mm. and it's made it even more evident why I require it or why that's of importance to me yeah. so I don't think you saying you don't want to get married is a bad thing I don't think it should be something you want to be shunned for and also how you feel right now in this present moment might not be how you feel in five years 100% it might not you could meet somebody tomorrow and they could completely change your outlook yeah. on it Absolutely. Right, and you could be like, oh my god, like I could, I want nothing more than to yeah. And I think like, but if you don't have that, then that's also okay. Yeah. Like, I, I can't, I don't fantasize over it. Mm. So I'm like, I can't picture it unless there's a person attached to it. Yes, like I can't just be like, yes, and this is what like I want it to be like when when it isn't like a physical person there, I have to look at a person and say, okay, what would our marriage look like? Right. Like not, yeah, like I want to get married and it's going to be like this and just, because I can meet someone who's like a total arsehole who, yeah. or meet like a person that wants someone com completely different. So I just know that I, I would have to be in it to mm. be like, okay, cool. I want to do it with you. Like, that was deep as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, pains. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's not, no, but it's good though. I'm glad you felt like you could release that, especially yeah. here in this space, so the listeners can hear and understand that, like, it's, as much as it's sex and and ha ha kiki, but like, especially us as women, there's so yeah. we're like onions. Like, there's so it's many layers to us. I know. And I just think like there could be even if it's like one other person that was like, oh my god. I think the same, mm -hmm. just just to kind of get that that is like. But pe that marriage, same normal. as becoming a mother, is not the be all and end all. It's not the yeah. epitome of completing womanhood. Yeah. And if you think that, unlearn that, right? Yeah, honestly, like definitely unlearn that. And there's been a lot that I have had to unlearn because unfortunately, the way that society has, I guess, fucked up women, which I think is why there are like, a group of like women who are maybe in their like twenties that are trying to do everything everything now because like we've been told that if you for um instance aren't married by like a certain age, something is wrong with you. You're like expired. And I think maybe part of part of me took that on before where I th I thought maybe I'm then not deserving of it because I haven't got to that age Thanks. and ticked that off mm -hmm. like everyone told me that I would but I have definitely had to unlearn that and be like that's not the fucking case like why would I like the way I um understand life life is is god willing going to be so long right. so why would I rush and do everything for instance in my 20s when I'm gonna hopefully have my whole life to experience life I mean it's that catch 22 like Time is precious mm. and we don't know when it's our last day, right? But I don't think you should live with that in the back of your mind. I don't think you should, like I said, the, the notion of having 
your shit together in your 20s is mm. absolutely absurd to me. You've just come out of your teenage years. You basically listen, you've just come out of school. Yeah. You're possibly in college, maybe university. And you really think that you need to have it. You don't even know who you are. And that's really not yeah. me trying to be patronising to anybody that may be listening that's younger than me. But let me tell you, I thought I knew who I was in my 20s. I don't have a damn oh, clue. Yeah, same. Your not 20s so are for figuring your shit out. Everything they say your 20s are for is what I did. Yeah. Heartbreak, friendships, jobs, holidays, spending yeah. too much money, hangovers, <laughs> figuring out what I like during sex, yeah. heartbreak. Like, let me tell you, you do not have to have your stuff together in your 20s. And if you come from an environment that makes you feel like you do, then go outside of that and seek other people so yeah. you can understand that there are so many other avenues in this life. Like, now, I sit at 30 and I'm not married and I don't have kids and I'm very, very comfortable. Same. I am very, very comfortable. That's not to say I don't want those things, but I definitely don't, unlike you, for, I, I didn't never felt that pressure growing up yeah. because my mom had me in her late 30s. So biological okay. clock was never something that I was driven by. A lot yeah. of women, we're constantly pushed like, so, oh, do you get yeah. your eggs? Da, 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 yeah. da, 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 da. Like having that constant pressure on you my mom had me in her 30s. I'm like, for me, it's really not a big deal when I decide to become a mother. That's my amazing. auntie had my cousin in her four, early 40s. So it's never been that for me. Mm. And I think when it comes to marriage, like I said, I also look at that as a very serious commitment. Like I'm, I, I really want to do life with you. No, I need to make sure the person I choose to do that with is the right person yeah. for me. And I don't think you can put a time frame on that. Yeah, yeah. You really can't. Like I look back at some of my ex-partners and in the moment it was like, I thought about possibly what it would be like to be with them long-term, but I don't think I ever really fantasized about the idea of marriage because I was in my twenties. It was just yeah. a bit like, I'm in my twenties. Yes. Like, like I don't yeah. I don't get it. I don't say, so yeah, mm. anyone listening that feels that pressure, honestly, man, like, give yourself a break. Yeah. Please give yourself a break. Like, I I don't think that people sh should be buying houses like in their 20s. Like, like, look, I think if, like, if you're able to, that's amazing. And I'm not trying to, like, shun anyone. I just personally, Georgette, speaking for Georgette, doesn't, like, I don't think that that's what you should be doing, like, in your 20s. But, I mean, buying something like a house, right, it's such a huge responsibility. And, again... I'm not trying to sound patronising, but like, you going, yeah, let me buy a house. Like, the following, I don't even want to say the following year, the next month, you, you might be like, oh, no, I don't even want to live here anymore. Yeah. And more often than not, like, you've got to look at people in their 20s that buy. Usually, it's because they've, I don't want to say usually, like, a large portion of people either come from, money. that you come from yeah. money or you've been given an inheritance, right? And you've been told, like, that's where you need to invest it yeah. in a home, yeah. right? Bricks and water, right? And it's like, okay, that's all good and well, but... What happens in 10 years if you decide you don't actually even want to live in the country, yeah. right? And again, you, that's great that you're already on the property ladder and stuff like that. But then like you have this, you're tied to this thing and this and that with that comes this immense amount of pressure. And yeah. it's like, why would you put that on yourself at yeah. such a young age? Yeah. Like life is already hard, you know. Let me tell you, your <laughs> 20s will try you. Your 20s will try you. Oh, my 20s tried this me. This is my point though. So your 20s are already going to try you. Yeah. Don't add extra stress to your plate that doesn't necessarily need to be there. 100%. Like, I'm with you. I think if you've bought in your 20s, absolutely amazing. Hats off to you. Like, what an accomplishment. But I wouldn't, I personally wouldn't set that as a goal in my 20s yeah. to buy. 
I'll be honest with you. Yeah. That most of the people we know, they're only just buying. Mm-hmm. If you think which, about which it. Which I actually think is like the average age. Which makes 100% sense. Even even if you think about being established within your career, right? And getting to the point where you can afford to have a mortgage. Really, you're, unless you really landed your luck and fell on your feet as soon as you come out of uni and you've got a grad job and yeah. the salary is amazing. Really, truly, who can afford to really buy in their 20s? Nobody. You can't. No. It's only, like I said, it's only people that now have lived traveled and they're like okay cool let's let's now it's at 30s it's about really where we want to see ourselves what we're building now like what does that encompass what do i want from that is that a home blah blah blah. but like i don't none of my friends own homes please none of my friends own houses now no like no and like it's it's about just being able to like live your life hello like even (laughs) when i bring it into sex right and i think about some of the mad sexual encounters or just like the the stories that I I have and I've got stories for fucking days but at times I'm like man I've lived like I have lived sexually so if I was going to be like okay well you know what I'm now just going to have sex with one person for the rest of my life highly unlikely (laughs) but if if I was, I wouldn't get to a point being like, man, like I wish I had like tried this and I wish I'd like done blah, 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 because because I have. That's why, and I mean, I commend people that do because I think it's amazing, but I could never. I People that like wait to lose their virginity yeah. till they're married, right? I think that's so wild. Not because you don't know what else is out there, but how do you know what you like yeah. if you're trying everything for the first time yeah. with this person. Everything. And you're never, like you lot have no prior experience. Like you, you like, what? I I, gem- I, yeah. I I personally could not. Like I said, yeah. but then a yeah. lot of my sexual experiences come from having <clears throat> different sexual partners. Yeah. That's it. And even if it was like a sexual partner that, that wasn't even giving me like the best sex I then knew I don't like I've that I've taken something yeah. every single experience I've been in I've taken something whether it be good or bad so it's either aided me in going forward and saying cool this is what I like or it's this is what I don't like Yeah. so it's been productive regardless yeah. as far as I'm concerned like so to step to step into a situation with somebody like and both of you are not experienced and like, like I said I love that I, I understand the purpose behind Absolutely. it and I think it's very beautiful it's just not for me yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. ultimately yeah it's that's just I highly rate me. it yeah it's it's just not for me yeah I couldn't do that I, I know within I myself. want experience nigga I know <laughs> I want to like flip me around and put me in I your already bed said position. it like, oh, listen wow, I am wow. nobody's teacher I am I'm not no one's teacher I we I'm not on this let's learn together no oh okay I am Really? Yeah. Or like, okay, no. Let's let's experience new things together. Yeah, that's di- yeah, different. It's yeah. different, Georgia. Yeah. Like, I'm not a teacher, as in I'm not going to show you what you need to do. Like, yeah, learn my body. That's so different. Yeah, learn that we have to become in tune and in sync. That's yeah. something that comes through being intimate with each other. But a teacher? No, thank you. Oh, I don't. I don't you. do it. Inexperienced. Teach. That's not for me. <laughs> no, that's not my bag. That's fair. Okay, let's bring it into sex. I'm overcrying. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> Lego. Lego. So, um, I can admit that in my younger days, I was a slut shamer. 
Were you? Yes, I was. Well, ain't this ironic? And then, <laughs> look at me there. But like, this is my whole point. I have I a whole sex podcast. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I, I was a big slut shamer, and I think I was a really big pick me as well. Shut up. I cannot view it as a pick me. Different time. Um, wow. Come see growth. Honestly. We're grateful for we it. We are so grateful Absolutely. for the growth. But I think that with both of them, it is because I was, was doing what I felt was... Oh, no, wait. I was doing what I thought would make me more desirable to men. Yeah. Like a lot of women do, by yeah. the way. You're not you're not the only first woman or the last that's ever guilty of yeah. that. So... I would be like, oh my God, I would never do that. Like, oh, that's disgusting. Oh my God. I, if I was that person's girlfriend, then I'd be like, like, honestly, it was just fucking disgusting. Um, but again, I, I think it is just because I kind of wanted to be like viewed as this very wholesome woman that was quote unquote wifey material, which by the way, there's no such fucking thing as wifey nice material. Thing. But like, like, at the time, that's that's just what, that's what was around me. That's what I was being told. Whether that was from like my older male cousins that were like, nah, like, like a good girlfriend doesn't do that. Or like, um, like a guy doesn't want like a girl that's that's on da 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 da. Which is all lies because you all love the filth. Um, but yeah. even that, it's that, oh, I'll, I, yeah, they'll be filthy and do that with you, but you don't become the girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that narrative is reinforced everywhere we turn. Like if, if you just look at like hip hop culture, for instance, right? So mm. rappers will have all the groupies that they will fuck, but none of them are making their girlfriend. Yeah. They're never going to be on their arm. They're not going to be the one that they take out, yeah. right? Like we grew up watching shit like that, like MTV Cribs, all of yeah. that stuff. Like I think that definitely plays a factor into how even men, like that's where men get that True. notion of, no, 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 you don't do that with that. Yeah. Like for instance, who's that girl, that Britney, Britney Sutton, that light-skinned girl from America, Britney something, and she's... Britney Renner. It might be her. She's yeah. been a... Again, I don't even want to use that word. Wow. She's had a lot of sexual partners or... Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And she's very well known to have yeah. had a lot of sexual partners. And she's just recently had a baby with someone... Did she? With Oh, yeah. She had a baby. That it's, it's, quite, it's been quite controversial because she had a baby with someone... I think he's just turned 21 or something like that or 22. Yeah. Uh, and he's a basketball player and everyone's basically saying like, oh, you've shit. trapped him, that's yeah. inappropriate, blah, blah, blah. Um, and her her thing was like, what do you mean I trapped him? Like he knew what he was doing when he laid down with me. And she was like, and they were like, yeah, but you're older. So it's, it's and she was like, okay, but we don't say that when we look at P. Diddy and Laurie, uh, Laurie Harvey. Why is that any bloody different? And yeah, they didn't have a kid together, but they still dated. Why is that not yeah. seen as inappropriate, right? And all of these things. And I think when you look at all of that stuff and like, like you said, it's like a, the the girl that's sexually explorative is the fun time girl. Yeah. It's not the one that you take home to your mum. Yeah. Right? But then like you said, it's also that you hear men screaming, oh yeah, I want a lady in the street, but a freak um, yeah, in the sheets. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, make up your goddamn make mind. Make up your mind, yeah. Like, what, but again, I think everybody's, uh, there's a line, everyone's line is different of what they view that to be. Does that make sense? Mm. Like my homeboys will say now, look, I could fuck a girl on the first night. If that's someone I'm interested in, I'm gonna date her regardless. Yeah. I'm gonna court her regardless. But I think that comes through age and maturity. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think that comes. Yeah. Like, think about back in the day, it was like, what? You slept with more than three people. Do you remember that? When when sleeping with more than three people was a thing. Actually, What's your body count? Oh, anything over three, you can't. What is it? Anything, anything over three, you can't be respected. 
kitty? The lies. <laughs> no, she didn't say kitty. What? No, the lies I have told about all, well, back then anyway. Like, if, if anyone asked, I'm like, yeah, like, three people. And for like, like a whole 10 yeah, years. <laughs> but honestly, but I'd be like, oh yeah, but they were all like, like actual boyfriends though. Even that, having to say, but they were my boyfriends. But they were my boyfriends. And again, we all know there's a double standard, but it's men can be out here sowing their oats and nobody don't question them. As soon as a woman I says she has had sex outside of a relationship. What? Oh, what? Really? Is that what you're Isn't on? It? Oh my God. Is that what you're on? So but wow, I'm, 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 a, I'm also a human, a sexual being. I must, I must be in a relationship with every person I lay down with. Don't be so fucking stupid. Like the, the thing is, I'm so glad I've barely met any men that have that mindset or the ones that I've met that have had that mindset, I've never been in any sort of yeah, romantic absolutely. space with them. Absolutely. So it's kind of like, okay, this is just how you view it. I yeah. don't really care because, but the men I choose to, they were, I couldn't tell you the last time I was even asked, so how many people you slept with? Oh God. Like, I, I have to, I'm talking early 20s was probably yeah. the last time I heard that. I, I don't I'm a know. grown ass woman. Yeah, like, like no one now would even dare Dead. ask me because I'd be like, okay, well, this is, this is unnecessary. It's a red flag anyway. Yeah. I'll be honest. Oh, if you ask me how many people it's a red yeah. flag. And it's not a red flag because I don't know because I absolutely do know. It's a red flag because what the hell? Yeah. What like, be hell? concerned if I've slept with someone you know, not how many people I've slept yeah. with. Yeah. And let's be clear, London's a very small place. So it's like, again, even background checks I find wild. Like, when I hear that people have gone to friends to ask about people and I'm just like, really? Because also, and I think I said this did I say this last time we were here? I don't know, but you, someone could be someone for you and someone completely different for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you did. You did. Um, I'll be honest, I don't really care about your past relationships. Unless you've put your hands on a woman yeah. or done some real foul shit, right? I don't really give a... So, I don't really care about the context of that because who you were with her isn't necessarily who you're going to be with me. Absolutely. So I'm going to allow that to influence then how I view you. Mm. That's not right. And also, hello, growth. Hello, People grow growth. and I don't get it. People grow and change, no? They they do, and but but I think like at times, as, like especially online, like we don't allow people to grow and change. We're like, oh, if if this person yeah. has done X, that's what they've done. Like, okay, so to give you an um, an example, ages ago, um, I had this guy ask me if I had ever cheated, and I was like, I have cheated, and he was like, so you're a cheater. I was just like, well, Cheating and being a cheater, cheater are different, like, by the way. Like, no, no, no. Cheater means it's a recurring yeah. thing. Cheat, you've, you can cheat once and never do it yeah. again. And I was just like, no, I'm not a cheater, but I, I have cheated and I will like openly admit that I have. Like, I'm not going to lie about it because it definitely happened. But I don't then think, no, I am not then a cheater. Like, I'm not going to cheat in every thing that I'm in because... But also it's not as black and white as that. It's, like, allow me, man. Really it's really not. not as black and white as that. Like, and that's not me here sitting, excusing or justifying cheating. <laughs> Let's stop cheating. It's not, I'm not doing that. But like, I know many a situation like where, and again, I do feel like if you're if you're cheating on a on a recurring basis yeah. and that's a consistent theme, yeah, there is, there is some things that you need to sit down and ask Absolutely. yourself, right? But for instance, I had a friend, right? with the mother's child since he was a teen have this kid together relationships really unhealthy really toxic yeah she withholds sex makes it clear that like i'm, I'm talking like withhold sex oh, wow. like yeah 
he doesn't want to leave because she's financially dependent on him. They have a child together. He pays the bills in the house. She makes it very clear, like, if you leave, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Wow. So he feels obligated yeah. and, and locked into this situation. Same, yeah. And again, I'm not saying a man shouldn't be able to keep his dick in his pants. But if your woman, your partner is withholding sex from you, he's he and he has, he's going to go elsewhere. Now, do I condone it? Nah, I don't. Do I understand? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Let me keep it 100. I'm going to yeah. sit here and say, yes, I do. I absolutely do. Yeah. That's why I say not every situation is black and white. Don't yeah. sit up there on your high horse telling people, ah, cheat is, cheat, da, 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 da. You don't know the context of that situation. You really don't. Like, even us as human beings, you do realise we're flawed, right? A momentary lapse in judgment, lust. All these yeah. things can happen. Like, sometimes you can be very physically attracted to somebody and be in a relationship with somebody. And maybe something just happens. Yeah. But so suddenly but, you're just a cheater then, yeah? A recurring cheater. Oh, you're just a cheater. You're a no, you're but not. Even if if it doesn't happen, like I am not of the belief that just because I'm in a relationship, this person isn't going to find anyone else attractive ever. But that even That's that, I think people that walk, even people that have that mindset is very dangerous. I always say it like, don't step into a relationship and think that your partner only has eyes for you in yeah, the sense yeah. that they don't find no one else attractive. Yeah, it, they don't suddenly have tunnel vision and stop seeing beautiful people in the yeah. world. Don't be so foolish. Yeah. <laughs> don't be so absolute. And I think that comes into play when you hear women talking about my man can never like girls' Instagram pictures. Oh, oh sweetie. Girl. Beloved. Sweetie. Beloved. I would prefer that you do it then you're in the DMs and uh, I can't see that. Uh, and, let, and let's be clear, and I don't mean to drag, that comes from a place of insecurity. It does. That's where that comes from. It doesn't matter how you like to dress it up, how it doesn't matter how you like to excuse it away, that comes from a place of insecurity, right? I can like my my male friend's pictures. Does it mean that I want to jump into bed with them? Doesn't no. Nothing. Like I've even had it with, with guys that I've been like, involved in where they could see like a girl that they think is buff on Instagram and they will send me the picture be like yo she's buff I'm like, yo this girl is banging I can't lie I'm the babe I've done it in my past relationships and, and my, my exes have been like this is a trap but I'll be like I'll be like babe <laughs> no, look at like, her back like look how big her bum same. is and they're like you can see them like sweating like shit do I look is this a test <laughs> do I agree but I generally can appreciate the female form like if I yeah. see a beautiful woman like do you see this? Because, but the thing is, I know you see it. So let's yeah, just acknowledge you both like, see it. Don't pretend. We're grown adults, yeah. right? That doesn't mean you're lusting after her. It doesn't mean you want her. It doesn't mean you thought about fucking her. You can appreciate that someone's aesthetically attractive and that can be all that it is. Yeah, and I think that that, that can also give you like a level of closeness. Uh, Yes. To be like, I don't need to hide that. I From find other you. people attractive. Like, come From on. From you. Come on, be serious. Like you said, like, like, up, like, I don't even care whose picture you like. Just don't be not easier under the picture with co commenting love struck eyes. Then we're going to have an issue, innit? That's some, because that's some bullshit. Then, now you're being disrespectful, right? I have been ridiculous. Like, what's, huh? what's wrong with you? Like, why am I seeing eyes or tongue emoji? Like or some fan. Like, <laughs> what? Like, wow. Like some fan. Like, really? Like, I can't, yeah, that's not, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I just feel like there's, there's, there's levels to it, innit? There's levels to it. Yeah. Like you said, it's not black and white. It's not black and white. A cheater, someone that's cheated doesn't mm. make them a cheater, right? Again, unlearn that whole concept that you have in your mind. I know people that have cheated once and have never ever cheated again and, and have said like that one time made me realise that I could never. Yeah. Right? And then like, yeah, you said you have like, serial you know cheaters. Even like, when I cheated, 
I felt so bad. I the like, guilt oh, riddles. God, the, uh, they, people the, have told me the guilt will eat you alive. The guilt. It's, it's, it's enough to make you not do it again. I felt bad, but but also because I knew that at that point, like I, I proper didn't care and I didn't like the fact that I didn't care because in my head, like, I was just like, well, at one point, I, I really cared about you. But again, people often as well make cheating about Sad. them, right? And about what they think their partner has gone outside of their relationship to look for. Stop making it about you. Mm. And again, I think a lot of the times you make it about you because you, you tie your self-worth or your self-love to this individual. So then yeah. when they withdraw themselves and give a piece of that to somebody else, it's like, oh, well, what what did I do? Or why I do you feel like you needed to go? Why not ask that person? Wow, what's going on with you? Yeah. And I think like as women, it would make us feel a lot better to be like, you know what? This isn't about me. This is actually a, like about you. Like, like how you have treated me has got nothing to do with me. But, that's, but, but like I said, it's, it, it, we're conditioned. We're yeah. conditioned from young, the, the, the fairy tales, the, the man and like the prince charming, saving you on the white horse. Everything is tied to a man mm. on how a man makes us feel and what they're able to give us and that picture of marriage and kids and a happy life. And because of that, like you said, I think when people end up in situations like that, especially as women, all we do is tear at ourselves tear it must be it must be it must be it yeah. must be because if i was a good enough woman he would never have yeah it's got nothing to do with that babe you could be the best type of woman yeah. listen you could be busting it wide open cleaning the yard <laughs> picking up the kids running a business cooking for him every single night you can be doing listen and mowing the lawn if listen <laughs> fucking fixing cars mechanic every, you and, can uh, put it on sunday dinners all his boys you can do and everything and mud. he can still step out yeah it's got nothing stop making it about you yeah. stop making it about you also stop stop brucking yourself to be oh, the, the perfect perfection doesn't person. Just, uh, uh, perfection doesn't even yeah, exist no it's not even a don't. thing it's actually not even a thing like, don't stop trying to achieve something that is completely unattainable mm. stop doing it and i promise you you'll you'll sleep so much easier at night oh no you will <laughs> you will you know because you proper will as someone that's been cheated on i will let you oh. know like and I, did, I was cheated on in my early 20s when i didn't know who i was yeah and i did that exact thing what have I done? What did I not oh, I do? do this to me. Bear in mind, I will also say that he did play on the fact that he, he he did play on the fact that he knew I was insecure physically about my body. Yeah. Right? So that, that definitely added a little factor into it. But I was that girl. That's that's all I did. And I took him back and he cheated again. And it was a recurring cycle. So I'm not sitting here giving advice when I haven't walked in those yeah. shoes, let me tell you. 100%. Like, 100%. I worn that t-shirt and I'm here to let you know. I look back and I'm like, what kind of foolishness? <laughs> but again, everything is, you You grow from your most painful situations if you allow yourself to. Big facts. If you allow yourself Big to. Facts. You can gain so much knowledge of self, let me tell you. Mm. So, yeah. I was going to ask, um, have you always been like, sexually open and then not had a point of being like oh my god like I would never do that or uh again I think growing like I didn't lose my I was the last of my friends to lose my virginity I lost my virginity when I was 19 out of choice yeah um I always kind of knew I wanted to wait um I don't know I'm trying to think why I wanted to wait. I don't know. Maybe because in my school, so many women, or girls, sorry, were pr 
promiscuous. Most girls I knew had, had lost their virginity before the age yeah. of 16, yeah. right? Um, which again, when you look at it, that's pretty young. Yeah, yeah. Like it is young. Like yeah. let's not normalize it and yeah. be like, I, when I hear guys even say they lost virginity at 10, 11, I'm saying, excuse yeah. me. That's a, that's insane to me, yeah. right? Um, and and a lot of guys that I have spoken to that lost it that young, it was always with someone old, older. Oh, way older, yes. And in like yeah. some sort of position of power. Yes, absolutely. But, yeah, we'll save absolutely. that for day. Um, so yeah, like I, I lost my virginity at 19. And then I only had sex. Well, I say I only had sex. I was that only have sex in relationship, babe. Okay. Until my first sexual, casual sex yeah. experience. Yeah. I was that. I was, if I wasn't in a relationship, I wasn't having sex. What? No. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. Never no. do that. No, 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 no. And again, that comes from conditioning. I think yeah. that's just how things needed to be, yeah. right? Um, and again, that whole, if you sleep with more free, free, more than three people, you can't be respected. You're never going to be someone's girl, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, so it literally switched up when I had my first casual sex partner. And then that was a game changer. And that's when I felt like, oh, okay, hold on. I have autonomy over my body and my mm. sexuality. And oh, okay, cool. So I can, I can do this. Yeah. But even if I look back to that time, I don't even think I shared with many of my friends at the time that I was even doing that through fear of judgment yeah and his situation was also i wouldn't say techie he just broke up with the mother of his kids um but i knew they were very on again off yeah. again right again that judgment of oh really you're messing with you don't think that he's still sleeping with the mother of his kids mm. da, 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 da. i didn't even want to hear all that yeah. i just wanted to enjoy this i was yeah. getting i was getting dick like i'd never had dick before and that's and that's all i wanted and 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 so for me i was like i'm not gonna allow listen People say, oh, you don't share stuff with your friends because you're ashamed. No, sometimes I just don't want your opinion. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I'm like that. Sometimes, sometimes I'm just like, like yeah. I would just rather not hear what could come across as judgment and then yeah, like, feel what, a kind of way because I'm just like, thing. I, I just want to tell you as as my mate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like, hear that. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I think that for me was like the, the turning point and then consistently from then yeah i grew yeah uh, and got to the point where i felt so comfortable just pardon me speaking openly in spaces about sex yeah. and initiating them conversations Same. amongst people and even online like being on twitter and not really giving a shit about what i tweet because yeah. you're gonna take from that what you want anyway like i'm not gonna censor or filter my delivery mm. to make it more socially acceptable for you to read like if i want to say like i like someone to call me a bitch or choke me out i'm gonna say that like i don't the get why i need to my filter face. myself or water myself down absolutely and like I, because it makes me less crude like yeah <sighs> like i so i lost my virginity again by choice when i was 17 um 17 18-ish um and i also like felt like that was me waiting and i was like i want to wait yeah and even at that point i was like in a relationship for ages and i made him like no okay so we were together for like maybe eight nine months but before we actually had sex and i was just like i just want to wait and being him obviously being a man that found yeah. me like attractive he was just like I just want to have sex with you and I was like I absolutely hear that but I'm just not there yet and so we waited a while 
And I think it's it's also because like, like I was like, I want my first time to be really special and with the person I really love. And da, 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 da. So there was definitely that love there. Yeah. It definitely wasn't special. It's like, it was awkward as fuck actually. First time is like, was, it, it was never, it was so strange. Do you know what I think it my was, first time was gonna be like? Let me tell you what set me up. Love and basketball. <laughs> See that movie, yeah? With the music and how sensual and are you okay? Why yeah, keep going. Sensual. That wasn't that wasn't like it wasn't no. like that. My first time wasn't like that. I remember it, specifically my first time. As I remember do I. I had bunked off of college. Oh, and I was yeah, girl. I bunked off college, was in my house, and it just kind of got to it. And I was tight, as tight can be, and it hurt because I was like, what the hell? What? What the fuck is what? What is this? This is not what I thought like it was gonna be like yeah. at all. And it was just oh. But I was like, okay, that's my first time. And I think also like I was very aware of the fact that I was just like, I'm gonna remember this for the rest of my life. I'm gonna remember you for the rest of my life. So I was like, like I wanted that first time to be with a person that I was like, I don't mind it being you that I think about for the rest of my life. I didn't I didn't plan my first time with the person like my partner. Like it was my boyfriend in college. I say boyfriend, I use that word very loosely. If I look back, I can't lie. I've only got two exes and that's just what that is. Like, no, really. Like yeah. if I look at anything pre, yeah, yeah my last two partners, I'll call them learning curves. Like at 19, that was not a relationship. Yeah. Let me be very clear about that. I have three. Yeah, three I said two relationships and then like a person that I was in love with. Yeah. Um. So three, three people that I would say matter. Everyone else, neither here nor there. Yeah. But like, even that, like when we started dating, I never thought, oh, this is the person I'm gonna lose my virginity to. Yeah. It just happened that way. I was like, okay, cool, I've lost my virginity now. Yeah. Like, but question, kind of off top, That's same fine. topic, but okay. when you lost your virginity, did you find that you were like, wanted to have sex all the time after that time? Or was it just me? Like, it's like suddenly it was like, oh, this is what sex is. I, like, I was so horny after I lost my virginity. I remember every time I used to go to his house, I'd be like, let's have sex. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so I would, I, I would just be like, so we can have sex. I definitely got to that, but not straight after. Oh, mine was immediate, man. No, mine definitely wasn't. Just because it was so horrific. Like, it was just. Now, on a scale of one to 10, how painful would you have said it was? That's true. <laughs> Because yeah. I remember, I remember feeling pain. I so, remember feeling my hymen rip. Same, right? Same I remember though. feeling that because I remember that. Whoa, what's that? But it was maybe because you just pushed really. Like it was very brief. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. So I felt mine because we, we were in missionary. And I'd hope so. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Like and, imagine. Listen, and, wait. Can we? Can I ask if there's any listeners that have lo like lost their virginity in a uh, position other than missionary? Can you please let us know yeah. using the hashtag? I'm really curious hashtag to know how someone hacked any other uh, position but missionary. Yeah, no, and like he is trying to be as gentle as anything and just kind of get it in. But where he's like over me with his his arms straight over me, okay. one of his elbows like buckled, and so as he's kind of like buckled and kind of <gasps> fallen into me, it's just gone. Oh my god! And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Did Literally, you bleed? No, okay. no. I froze. I felt it rip, and I swear to God, I heard it because I was like, "Did you hear that?" And he's like, "Yeah, I think so." And I was just like, oh, "Man, wow. I think so." That nigga didn't hear <laughs> shit. <laughs> he was thinking, "I'm in." <laughs> yeah, like. <finally." laughs> 
I'm here. But honestly, it's our body, so we're going to yeah. feel or hear that, yeah, even yeah. internally. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but um, like a while after that, I was very much like, let's have sex. So like, I'd go to his house, and his mum also had a really like she really didn't like me, but whatever. Um, but we would be there, and we'd we'd, we'd just be fucking. But even if I think about that, yeah, we when I lost my virginity, there's only three positions I did for like that whole during like time with my I, partner. I, I think I did two. Uh, on top, missionary doggy. That was you it. did on top. Oh Girl. yeah, I was on top from early bitch. Probably why I don't. This why I don't fuck with me so much now. This is look a look come see. No, I was very um, like anti on top from early. I was like no 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 no. No, Joe, it's the reason I liked on top because I realised that's how I could get my nut. Fair. So when I discovered that, okay. it was like, Ooh, yeah, okay, no. cool. So this is my, like, very much for a long time, that's the only position I could come with, in. Oh, wow. Yeah. I would say only my mid to late 20s, I started to be able to come from other positions other oh, than sure. being on top. And again, that's to do with clit stimulation. Yeah, true. Right? But mm. with him, that was the only three positions we no, did. No, like we did missionary a lot and a lot of doggy, but I think it's always- How do, do you like, okay. Go. Let's let's ask listeners again. <laughs> want to know from you guys? One, how much do you like doggy on a scale of one to ten? Wait, I'm not finished. Two, would you put it in your top three positions? There was a third question, but answer them two, and I'll remember the third one. So, mm. scale of one to ten, how much do you like doggy? See, I really love that shit. Like, really love it that or love shit. it? I love that shit. So, like, how, you're talking like you're giving it like an eight or a nine? Yeah, you're moving mad stuff. <laughs> yeah like okay. an eight or a nine um that is really high on the richter scale though it is and then would but you put it in your top three positions top three i feel like you can't wait, surely not wait, wait wait collapse doggy is better than doggy no one should even tell me anything different is it ah uh? <laughs> yes collapse <laughs> doggy definitely is better than doggy are you sick are you sick when he's not? Nah, oh, come nah, on, John nah, Jet, nah. man. <laughs> See, I think, yeah, you just like being close. God damn you. <laughs> <laughs> I do, okay, that is a factor. I do. But also, if I think about dog, like, there's a, the, I, I'm not saying I don't do doggy. Yeah. I do. But the reasons I do it are very different. They're not necessarily because I find it pleasurable. Okay. So, visual, if we're recording. Yeah. Right? I know he likes the visual. The visual, yeah. Right? the the control the whole grab my neck mm. make me like not make me arch because bitch has got a good arch yeah. just let's just clarify yeah. <laughs> like I got the arch don't worry don't yeah worry, i don't mean worry. don't worry <laughs> i'll back cut <laughs> <laughs> clearly i won't be doing no, no arch with this spinal injury um <laughs> and also i just i feel like so it depends on again when i was in my early 20s mm. guys used to just pound the shit out of you and doggy which is probably why i True. didn't like it True. it took a, like certain people to make me realize oh actually doggy can be this way so okay so i completely agree so the two positions that we did which which i think i was gonna say so that i feel like the only reason why doggy was a position was just because men at that time just loved to pound it yeah and they do um if if you've always had like like a relatively big bum like they got gas. It's over natural. That. Like they yeah. just want to see the cheeks yeah. clap back. Honestly. They want to see the jiggle. They want to so, watch themselves coming in and out of you. I definitely haven't always liked it, and I think like it felt like a very like submissive position. There be, it is to be put into, and, and and that's more so why I do it. Yeah, and like especially if 
you weren't kind of put into that position with like care almost. Yeah. And it was very much like you're literally just bent over and fucked. Listen, what? Whereas like now, bend me over. Yeah. And like, I See, I'm more like to appreciate in that context, like just, just do, just bend me. Like, I don't want to, I'm I'm less likely to, to actively just get in doggy. Yeah. But the whole flip me over, bend me over. Yeah, cool. I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm engaged. like um, Like I remember this guy when I was in uni and like, I kind of liked him, but I was also just like, I think I just want to fuck this guy. Anyway, like it got into it and he literally didn't do nothing and just literally bent me over. And I hated it because I was just like, oh, it's it's just that for you. Like it's it's just, yeah. I just want to hit it from the back and like literally that. Um, so that's why I, I know that I personally haven't always liked it. Do you know when I enjoy doggy in front of a mirror? Like I like watching you fuck me. I like like you looking in the mirror. I'm looking in the mirror, and you're. So I didn't know that I liked that. Uh. But I like watching somebody fuck me. I love. I love that a lot. I love that. I'm. I'm being honest. I'm the type to have mirrors in the ceiling of my house or like a mirrored wardrobe. That's my bag. Absolutely. Like I'm very. I'm very visual, which is probably why I'm comfortable being on like not camera camera, but like private yeah our private law yeah that's why probably i enjoy that because i like i love that and that turns me on like watching you fuck me what yes All so that. is doggy my top three yeah part I mean, of me wants to say yes oh god probably top five i'd say for you okay if i gave you top five you'd throw it in top five missionary a thousand percent oh cool. god damn it if missionary ain't in your top three you're not doing it right end of discussion missionary um on top i love being on top Oh, I love being on top. But I think that's because I like the control that I have in that position. Fair. Like, if you can make a man so weak. Love that shit. Um, from the side. Oh, my God. Like, who? Okay, fine. You're absolutely right. Top five I told then. you. Doggy. And then what would you be your fifth? What would be my fifth? I thought I need to get a karma suture book because I can't. I there's so many one. positions that um, I'm sure I have not even explored. What would be my fifth on? I guess maybe like my legs on their shoulders. Are you on that? SJ, I like to feel it in my brim. Oh, fuck it. Like, I'm not even on that. I'm not about to you. I like to feel it. Nah. I'm more push my legs to at my side, like push my legs back here on my side next yeah. to my shoulders. Mm. I post to my, like, I'll be honest with you, the legs on shoulders, I'm tapping. Oh I'm my God. Out. I'm going to tap out. I'll tap out then. Also, yeah. Obviously, like, as a flexible babe, which you are as well, uh, yeah. other than your back right now. Um, Thanks I... for that dis- disclaimer. <laughs> I appreciate that so much for the people that have known it. <laughs> I, um, I actually did the splits on a dick one time. Ooh. Yeah. Phenomenal. I love that. Like, so being on top, but just mm. in the splits and just, just going for it. Yeah, with your back as well, it's mad. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> On top is not hitting my top three positions ever That's in this great. life. I enjoy it. I prob- I throw it in top five, but not top three. Yeah. It could never be top three for me. I I hear it. But I don't know. Maybe it's, I don't know. I, I'm a dancer. I've got bad knees and shit. The thing is, if I like, if I love you, let me not chat shit. I'm riding you like a rodeo. Like, Rodeo. let me not even gas up the t- Like, and the thing is, the joke is, I'm really good on top. So the fact that I don't go on in top frequently is what is very amusing to Selfish. me. Selfish. Yeah. <laughs> You're selfish, babe. Yeah, like, <laughs> I have to really, 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 really like you to get on top. 
like and again like i said really i can i know i can get my nut instantly yeah. from being on top mm. but it's yeah there's a lot of things where i'm just like mm, i have to be in the mood mm. but then sometimes I'm, i'll just unbuckle your pants and just sit on it like yeah cool that's that's what i need right now good mum I like doing it I like the sofa like riding on the sofa I love that I don't know what it is it's because you've got like the back of the sofa as possibly like, yes reinforcement so, so you can yes. be on them and yes. be like, like yes. holding it yes I'm I do it is because I'm a weighty baby yeah <laughs> Because you're thick, thick. Because I'm thick, thick. I I literally still, even now, at times, I'd be like, I'm mindful of the pressure. Like, especially when you ride, yeah? Like, if your hands are on a man's chest yeah. or whatever. Or just, I'm just very mindful. And I think because that's it plays in the back of my mind, I can't fully give what I need to give. Whereas, like you said, when you're on a sofa, there's that added support. Yeah, so yeah I can just focus on this down region right here. Mm. And let me get it cracking for you. I think that might be it. Do you like reverse cowgirl? Yeah. Men love that shit. Yeah. And I've got quite good at it. Of course you have. <laughs> like, I, I like anything where I can like throw it back. Okay. Yeah. See, that's, I like nice, I like side for that. Mm. I love yeah. side, for, but that's because I can peep over my shoulder. Yeah, you can look back what, at it and be like. And, and it's not the same as when you're bent over looking back. Like mm. it's very different. Like I can fall. It's actually very difficult to be bent over and to look back Thank at it. You. I'm just saying. Thank it's actually you. very difficult. Thank like, you. Your neck. Thank you. Like, like you'll, you'll <laughs> catch yourself with one wrong stroke, whiplash, boom. Like, <laughs> whereas when you're on your side and the leg is cocked up and he's rubbing the clit and he's got yeah. his other hand around your neck, you can literally turn your head and just watch it and just catch eye contact real quick Honestly, so he knows like, yeah i'm watching the way you're look yeah that's that me on my side yeah is just again I, I think you're right i love closeness you, you know? do that's what i'm saying you like to be close with um collapsed doggy i do i love closeness yeah. i love that i love feeling breath pan in hearing you i love that yeah that all of that adds to the experience you like it, skin to skin bit, that's yeah, my shit. That's your thing. Yeah, like that's my that's my physical touches my love language. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, I sent I sent base out another day. It was a video where the girl was like, all up on her man, and then she was like, "He's like, babe, what do you want?" She's like, "I want to be inside your skin." <laughs> like, and I sent it to him, and he was like, "Really?" I was like, "Oh God!" Like, but I hear it. Close though. is never close enough for me. Yeah. Like, I can literally be naked. Touch. It's not in yeah. like like I want us to. I think it, I want us to merge. Like if we could just intertwine. Like, if I like Venom. you. <laughs> ben, I bitch. can just shout Venom. Venom. Like that's, in that that's way. That's what I want. That, that Venom. Literally, oh if we gosh. could just intertwine and infuse in that, I'd be so happy. Take a piece of you everywhere I go. Oh, what? Yes. I'm, I'm, guys, like I'm, a, I'm, yeah, that's my bag boy. But, I hear it like if I like you. Honestly, Tell me that's not the that's no, not the thing. That's that's me. Like I want to live in your pocket. Like I'm 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 in your armpit. I'm in your skin. Like I will always find a way to touch you. Like even if we're like sat watching TV, I'll just be like, listen. I will have my arm on you. My legs are on you. My legs driving. Yeah. My hands on the back of your neck. I, I'm always touching my partner in yeah. some capacity if I'm with them. It's very, like it's impossible for me not yeah. to. Like, that's what I'm saying. I have to have someone that also enjoys physical touch because otherwise yeah, you'll feel yeah, like I'm smothering yeah. you. 
Yeah. When really I'm just super affectionate. Mm. That's literally what that is. <laughs> Venom. I love that. Venom. Yeah, like that that's what the name of this, this episode. This episode's called Venom. <laughs> <laughs> you better not. If I see it pop up and it says Venom, I'm that's going what to scream. See. This episode is definitely going to be called Venom. <gasps> I also wanted to ask or like touch on how you have been able to build healthy relationships with sex like like how you have personally been able to have like a healthy relationship when it comes to sex with a partner sex with a casual person um masturbation sex toys especially and the reason that i bring this up is is because a couple weeks ago i asked this girl um if she owned like any sex toys and her response was along the lines of i don't need that because my man is good for it or like just it's got nothing to do with it allow me yeah please. and honestly i was just like that's pick me behavior okay <laughs> like i don't because there's the having a sex toy especially in a relationship does not mean that your man is not capable it just means that you're like elevating your sexual ex experience absolutely and it did feel like very picky like oh what are you the sex toy for i've got my man and i was just like bruh i mean yeah can your man i don't know what let me yeah, not yeah. let me not just inadvertently drag someone i don't know yeah. but how have i built a healthy sexual relationship with myself yeah uh i would say i let go of the ideology of what I thought sex needed to be. Mm. I'll be honest with you. Like, even some of the sexual experiences I found myself in with certain people. Yeah. Do you know what it is? Letting go of judgment on myself. Let me say that. Letting go of judgment on myself yeah. because, <clears throat> like I said, some of the best sex I've had has come from some questionable situations. Same. And I found myself very torn with like, I really enjoy this, but I feel like I shouldn't be enjoying it. And, that then took from the situation instead of allowing me to just be present in what this is and understanding that I am a human being and I deserve to find joy, orgasms or happiness in any capacity that I yeah. want to find that in. Yeah. And I feel like my, like I said, my later 20s definitely like it came through confidence like a lot of it came through confidence for me having like a healthy sexual relationship with myself with yeah. the people that i've been with um time um like i said redefining what sex looks like to me has yeah. been the biggest thing absolutely um i'm understanding that my sex is not going to be somebody else's sex which is not going to be their sex and even just like respecting people's kinks and the stuff yeah. that they're into because mm -hmm. Like, for instance, just the start of this conversation was a prime example. Like, I like calling a man daddy. You don't. Yeah. Like, but just being able to be able to vocalise that without fear of judgment yeah. or somebody making say, making a comment then that, that, that then puts doubt in your mind. Like, yeah. oh, wait, is this actually right? <laughs> yeah. That's a huge thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I would say to people, I'm not shocked by what people like because the next person's freaky is somebody else's bog standard, yeah. which is somebody else's hard limitations. 100%. Like stop be, I think it's really important not to compare your own sexual journey because that will also aid you in becoming more sexually comfortable within yourself yeah that's what I would say yeah like 
I think for me, I stopped shaming myself. Yes. I shamed myself a lot for feeling sexual, for having sexual desires, for watching porn, for getting turned on by the porn that I was watching. Um, what kind of porn do you like, G? <laughs> Come on, hit me. Um, Bear in mind, a lot of the porn that we like isn't necessarily stuff that we do. That's another thing. Yeah. Um, lesbian porn, absolutely. You've said that to me before. Yeah. Um, and like, God, like hardcore orgasms. So like, I like watching a woman be like finger fucked really aggressively. Okay. Yeah. That's my bag. That's your, they're your porno category. <laughs> yeah. That's my category. So, um, yeah, like just, just kind of like letting go of shame. And I think especially if you are a person that is attracted to both Ben. Ben? Yeah, oh. Ben. Hi, Ben. Who the fuck is Ben? <laughs> I don't know, but boy. Huh. Both attracted to men and women is what I was trying to say. Um... Being able to like let go of the shame of being attracted to someone of the same gender of you is such a massive thing yep. and such an an eye opener. Mm. And like, that's definitely why I didn't tell like a lot of my friends that I had even had experiences with women. And a lot of my friends, unfortunately, didn't find out until I started this podcast. What? Yeah. And we're just like- That's crazy. Yeah. And we're like, huh? And I was just like, I just didn't know how to have that conversation with you. And also I didn't then want it to be a, no, I was just afraid of being judged. Do you know what, in saying that, I don't think I only, I think I only shared that I had my pussy eaten by a woman maybe in the last five years. And that happened very, that happened in my early, late teens. Did I know this? I don't know, did you? I don't know, cause I feel like I'm shocked. Really? I have had my pussy eaten by a woman. Fantastical. <laughs> that shit is a... I must have known this. I feel like we've maybe covered it and you just yeah. forgot. But yeah, like, I, I... Even that, like, I don't think I told people for ages because I was like, oh, they're going to think, like, I'm lesbian or they're yeah. going to question my sexuality or blah, blah, blah. Like, bare overthinking. Bare, 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 bare. Whereas now I'm like, oh, have you... Yep, I absolutely have. And that shit is fire. Women eat pussy better than men. What? So then would you still consider yourself as only straight yeah because okay. it only happened one time and i never had the like the the person that it happened with she was bi okay and she had always told me she was attracted to me and it literally was a case where she had stayed around and it just yeah, happened. happened yeah fair. and even after like i remember i came and even after i felt so weird because i was like this is that like, this is actually my friend like i don't know how to yeah. now navigate this space mm. um and yeah, but it's, I've never been intimate with a woman since then. And like okay. I said, I think... It was an experience. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what yeah. it was. It was an experience. Was an experience. Um, and like I... And as much as I'd love to think I could have, I I don't think I could have reciprocated. Yeah. Not because I couldn't eat pussy, because I'm sure I'd probably be great at it if I tried. Mm. But I just never had that desire to... to it, yeah. yeah, I yeah. never had that desire to... Similarly, like I've... I mean, like most of us, I say most of us, I don't know, but kissed, I've kissed a lot of women in my, yeah. like, in my time. But like anything past that one experience, I haven't really dabbled. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's absolutely fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, for me, in terms of like just, just, just having healthier 
oh my god what am I trying to say me having a healthier relationship with sex and especially like like masturbation like I was so ashamed of the fact that I would masturbate that I would like close the curtains like especially like curtains in the day oh you want it dark dark yeah like I would like close the curtains get under the covers because I felt like I was doing something very shameful and it was very very wrong I was like now bitch this is this well is now you me. live on your own so bitch yeah, you could true, masturbate yeah. on the kitchen counter if you please right <laughs> oh leg cock up and who's gonna tell you and, something and just go for it but it's my point yeah and then even in terms of like sex toys I think I've just enjoyed being able to like see how my body reacts to different things like different different types of toys whether I like it like very fast very slow like and just explore my body I really like being able to explore my body I feel like I need to to you to put me onto some sex you know you know I'm not a sex toy babe like that yeah. but I do I would like to explore a bit more for my for just for myself for yourself, so I feel yeah. like I need to get re- recommendations from you because yeah I'm just out here with the bog standard s- stuff yeah in saying that it's funny because my birthday two people gifted me the same sex toy is it yeah it was random so I gave one to my homegirl yeah and I was like when you lose it let me know this a week later she messaged me and she was like bitch oh my god and she was like squared for the first time I was like chatting shit and she sent me a picture of the sheets oh, yeah she's like, I didn't even know she's like I actually cried like I felt the tears leave yeah. my it was so powerful I was like you're welcome you're well and again she wasn't really a sex toy babe like that and again i had literally given it because i was like i got two of the same exact same toy what am i gonna do with this Mm. take one um and like i was i've used the same toy since didn't squirt was pretty intense but i think i need to figure out when it comes to toys what works for me does that make sense i think that's why i haven't really gone as far as exploring with them because like just clit stimulation depending on the setting can do it for me definitely not just like internal toys do not like i've got dildos and vibrators and i'm just a bit like they definitely are not my thing so i think i need to figure out my yeah and and i think that also because there are so many so many different types of toys yeah so if you're trying to buy like your first toy and you go onto like a website or into a store it can actually be quite intimidating like they should have beginner's guides yeah like no generally i don't yeah. think websites should have like beginner's guides yeah. and a list of toys for yeah, people like to pick if through. this is your first ever toy these maybe are your start safe here. spaces yeah, yeah. i really think that would be really helpful for people looking to explore toys a bit more because like i said obviously i'm fortunate i've got people like you that i can just go yo blah blah, blah. yeah but like so if you're just starting off yeah. You're just going like buy the, the, the dildo my, or vibrator and just that. My first ever toy, I cannot remember the name of it, but I remember what it looks like to a T. Because again, I had a friend at the time who was so like experienced and I was just like, I want to get a toy. I don't know what. And she just put me on. And um, it was a clit stimulator. It was pink and sparkly. Ew. Yeah. Like honestly, now I'm just like I would never buy that because it it looked very tacky. Um, Sounds tacky. As yeah, shit. it was pink and sparkly. It was probably no bigger than an iPhone. Get out. Yeah, if that. Um, it was very thin, and you had to turn the base to turn it on. Um, yeah, and that was my first ever toy. And then when when that broke, I was just like, I need to. 
understand toys more. And then also having this this podcast has has definitely helped me like has definitely helped me be able to try different toys. Um which nicely brings us before we have to get up out of here into my time goes too fast too talk, quick man. I feel like really truly we could chop it up for like three to four hours we really could but no one ain't listening for that long yeah. so <laughs> we really could um yes which brings us into my no which brings us into this week's cum scale yes so, I was gonna say that the toy that I'm gonna review for you guys this week is a wand because I don't think I've I've talked about a wand yet. Um, and it's by a brand called Doxy. Um, now, when I first like understood toys, Doxy was like a toy that like everybody had. And it was in a lot of the porn that I watched. And it was just that toy that I always wanted to get. Um, so when I was actually able to get my hands on one, I was very, very gassed. And I think because I used it quite recently, I was like, oh my God, this is what I will talk to you guys about. So the toy itself is called the Doxy Diecast 3, or just type in like Doxy 3. Comes in two different colors, um, one being a matte black, which is quite nice, or the, the other one is black. like um, what they call the blue flame. So it's kind of like, like a deep blue and a bit sparkly which is the one that I have, because I was like, that's kind of cool. Um, what I find fun about that particular that particular doxy is it's not too intense. Like, I think there's only about maybe three or four settings um, because their toys are, like, known for being, like, the most powerful ones. So if you kind of want to start somewhere light, I would definitely recommend the Doxy 3. And as I say on every um, episode, this is not an ad. I'm just trying to put you guys on. Um, it's very sleek, which is very good. It's not too big because, again, Doxies can be quite massive. It's quite a decent size, maybe about the size of a microphone. Okay. Maybe a bit smaller, but definitely a lot thinner than a mic. Um, what's kind of cool about the Doxy 3 is that the head is changeable so you can put on like different attachments so if you're into like a, um what's it called uh into like a rabbit then you could attach the rabbit Raw. onto the that's intense wand. yeah um so yeah it's it's very like it's a pretty cool toy um i won't lie the head is made out of silicone it's very smooth very easy to clean make sure that you clean your toys especially when you get like a brand new toy clean that before you use it so like literally get it charge it clean it use it and then after you've used it clean it again but as i do with like the other toys that i have talked about on here i will definitely put it in the notes of the episode so you can check it out um yeah that was a very quick review it was it's a good toy like i would give it out of 10 I'm loving out of 10 today, as you guys can clearly tell. Out of 10. I'd probably give it a seven. Okay. And the only reason that I say that is just because it doesn't have as many settings. And I personally like to ex explore different like vibration patterns and things like that. But I think if if you're a person that doesn't want all of the extra jazz, then it's a good place to start. And it's a doxy. Doxies are very cool. Okay. Um. Yeah. Is that right. us wrapping up? Really? I think it is. Some bullshit, just like this week has been. <laughs> so, I really need next week to be a bit calmer. Um, but 
We'll see. Next week needs to not act like it's on crack. That's what it needs to do. Honestly, I'm I'm also at the point where I'm like, this year can wrap up now. Oh yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah, like I'm if it was if it was December thirty first tomorrow, I won't even be mad. Oh yeah. Yeah, facts. I'll be like, okay, cool. Um I was about to ask if you're excited for Christmas, but I'm not gonna ask about Christmas just yet. Like we're not I mean, even in next, just yet. Yeah, next episode you can yeah, maybe definitely. you can maybe bring that up. Not yet. Yeah, facts. Well, Thank you, as always, for being here. I oh, please, my pleasure. Thank you to everyone that's decided to listen to us today. You know. <laughs> Don't know if it's the episode you was expecting, but it's what you're going to get. It's what so. you're going to get. Um, let people know where they can find you again, please. Uh, yeah, Insta and Twitter. Um, Shots with SJ. Also, definitely trying to, as you can tell, get back in, into the podding space. So if there's anyone listening that does have a podcast and wants a yeah. guest feature... Jump in your girl's DMs. I do check my request DMs. Don't always follow back if someone follows me, not going to chat shit. But if you shoot me over a message, I do check my DMs. So I will see it. Mm. Um, so yeah, definitely. They're, yeah, they're, they're my two forums, to be honest with you. Um, Are you still writing? I am still writing. It's weird you say that. I was speaking with my therapist about it this morning because mm. he's always trying to hold me accountable for that shit because he loves my writing pieces. He's really sweet. He shared them with some of his family members. Oh, wow. I know. With my permission, obviously, because, yeah. you know, confidentiality clause and all that, them things there. Yeah. But he's like, he's like, yeah, you're underselling yourself. You need to really... Wow, babe. So I am still writing, currently working on two pieces at the moment. Yeah. One is to do with work. Well, being a black woman within my profession mm. and then the other, I'm not even going to say what it is because I'm still yet undecided if I even release it. Right yeah. now, I'm just writing it because it's um, therapy. Mm. But I know a lot of women would be able to relate to the context of the stuff that I'm talking about. But it's it's something I'm not yet healed from. So whether I choose to release that is a different kettle of fish. But yeah, mine is still writing. You can, I think my link for my writing pieces is in my Instagram bio. So go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, that's where you can find me. Shots with SJ. I'm going to keep out that. I would actually, this is completely um, unrelated, but I would also love to write about um, being a black woman in the work that I do. I mean, get it going. there's not a lot of us. Factual, actual. Yeah. Factual, yeah. actual. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can catch me at just underscore JJ on Twitter and Instagram. And you can catch the pod at just a tip pod on Twitter and Instagram. The email, if if you want to, even if you just want to be like, well done, girl, because I like that, <laughs> is um, askthetip at gmail.com. And the hashtag for this episode and every episode and this entire Come podcast on, say it. is JTTPod. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Love Bye. that. See you next time. <laughs> I know you wanna. I know you wanna. I know you wanna. Me, I play. I like to play cheek to cheek.